Hey, Shopee. Thanks for coming all the way down to the Maybe Capital office today on Sunday. Uh, it's really nice to have you here. Thanks, Dre. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, I hope you appreciated the tour. <laughs> I did. I love the tour that you just gave me. It's amazing. Yeah, isn't it great? Those theme rooms we have. Like yeah. The one from Helsinki. <laughs> and the room with the jail in it. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Not all startups succeed, you know? <laughs> yeah, true. Sometimes you have to put someone in jail. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk to you about uh, tech stuff. You work at tech companies. What do you do? I'm a content strategist on a product team. Um, so I work in UX. All the projects that I work on currently are payments related. So everything from payment options that you get in the app to organizing like the payment methods and sort of the information architecture of all the labels and terms that you see in the app. Just a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> within the app. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were just talking about some of the things that you feel like could be improved upon. Um, and I specifically mentioned the dumb fence pictures. I do have a strong opinion on those fence pictures. <laughs> Obviously, it's a bad user experience because the person has to come in and they have to say, hey, just want to make sure I'm not a human. I, I am a human. I'm not a robot. Trust me. Seriously. <laughs> and it's kind of puts the user in like a, like I have to prove myself mode, which is not a good user experience. So I think that could be done better. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Did you have any ideas of how you would change it? It'd be okay. great if, yeah. like, we didn't have to do anything at all, if we just looked at our screen and then they, like, scanned our eyeballs and they were yeah. like, yeah, it's you. Okay, great, thanks. Keep keep going. You're good. Yeah? So you're into the eyeball scanning. I'm into eyeball scanning. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah. I think it's going to happen, whether we think it's a good idea or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You might, we might as well embrace it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Actually, did you hear about that company in Wisconsin that is putting little chips in their employees, like under the skin. No. Yeah. What is this about? Tell me more. Sure. So I didn't know that they did technology stuff in Wisconsin, but apparently <laughs> they do. <laughs> but instead of a badge, you uh, go on Tuesday, uh, get to the like chip inserter guy, and then the rest of the time you can open doors with it or like pay for snacks or like, you know, whatever, turn the lights on, stuff like that. Oh, like inside your arm oh my god yeah did everyone like agree to that like how did that process go i don't know what i would say to that i would probably say no i quit i think i would say no also it's a little intrusive right it feels like it literally (laughs) yeah it literally is (laughs) it it seemed like the way they were depicting it on the news channel that i saw which was not TechCrunch because it was in wisconsin um all the millennials were into it they're like yeah it makes sense makes it easier not to carry around a badge. Hmm. But it's just for that company. What if you leave that company? I mean, can they program it so that once they leave the company, or if they're still at the company, they can use that same chip system for other things in their life? Like, I wonder, yeah. Right? Like, could they turn on the car? Can I buy my groceries with it? Yeah. Can I, like... Maybe they're planning on having Amazon buy them so that... They're the first test case for all the food stores they want to have. Oh my God, right? genius! That's what, it's actually Amazon sleeker plan oh all time. Yeah, right, it's just oh like an God. Amazon accelerator. <laughs> the entire state of Wisconsin. 
first bookstores, now humans. <laughs> yeah, right? God. Yeah. Um, did you see the thing in the news where Jeff Bezos was the wealthiest man in the world for like five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I saw that. I just saw a lot of gifts with like his face on like dollar bills, hundred dollar bills, and I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet he didn't even like care or notice because he was probably working. <laughs> yeah, he was probably working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't notice at all. <laughs> You've spent a lot of time here in San Francisco working at tech companies, as we said. Uh, I was wondering, how many billionaires do you know? Personally or know of? <laughs> uh, personally. How many billionaires have you made out with? Oh, personally have I? Oh, man. Uh, zero, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Do you know where I can find some? <laughs> I thought they were just everywhere. Yeah, I thought they were walking around too. Yeah. Well, too bad. How many employees does your company currently have working on Mars? On Mars? Uh, <laughs> well, um, I'm sure there is a secret set of employees working on Mars. I would guess probably 20 to 30. 20 Because they're probably wanting to open some some listings up there as well. Probably. It's yeah. going to be prime real estate soon, yeah. I think. Yeah, exactly. You might as well just get ahead of everyone else, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Why do you think everyone loves BuzzFeed so much? I think it's because the content that they create is so relatable to everyone. Mm. Like, they really hit the nail on the head with, like, so many things. Like, 10 ways to tell that you're a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, that's so me. <laughs> Eat pizza in bed, check. <laughs> watch multiple seasons of, I'm not even going to name the shows I watch sometimes, they're just like really embarrassing. I think they just get people. They understand people. That's, I think that's why they do well. Yeah, very insightful. I think you might be right. <laughs> do you think the phrase... That's what she said is finally over. I think whenever that phrase wants to die, it actually just like resurfaces and comes back <laughs> randomly out of nowhere. Like I haven't heard that phrase as much, but it does come out sometimes oh. from random people. Yeah. That's slightly disappointing. <laughs> I woke up the other day and I was like, I haven't heard that phrase in so many weeks. <laughs> and then someone from Ohio was like visiting town and said it probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly know. right. Someone bad. from Ohio. <laughs> Shelby, are the 90s back? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yes. Full force. Full force. I was listening to 90s music the other day. I was like, oh my God, we need this. We need this back. Even though they're not fully back, like, they're back in my mind. Like, I oh, yeah. really, I really want them to come back. It's amazing. This is great, yeah. Um, have you seen any, like, style trends that you're um, excited to see back? Chokers have made a comeback. Oh. Chokers, yeah. but, like, more stylish chokers now. Minimalism has been around, sort of like that Calvin Klein look. My Uber driver the other day gave me a warhead. <gasps> <laughs> and I was like, wait, he was like, oh my God, I was eating this sour candy. So he didn't know what he had. He was like, I was eating the sour candy today and it was just so crazy. It like felt like a punch in the face. And I was like, what were you eating? He's like, I don't know. Do you want it? And I was like, uh, let me see what it is. And he like opened up a bag of warheads 
Oh my god. He's like, do you? I'm like, oh my god, I have not seen these in so long. Seriously. And he was like, yeah, do you want one? I was like, uh, sure. I'm like, why does he have like a bag of warheads just like hanging out right next to him? I mean, this is like an intense candy. Yeah, it totally like, is. Uh, was he in the band Boys to Men? <laughs> was he one of the boys? <laughs> Unfortunately not, but I think he would have been. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how he got those. He must have had the time travel. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't even know what God. store you can get that from nowadays. I haven't had one of those in, like, decades. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yum. Okay. Um, so what are your... What, what are some of the top trends that you love in San Francisco right now? Entitlement. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a good one. <laughs> I think people are feeling way more entitled now than any any other time before. It's just like a, I don't know. I've just been seeing it with like younger people. They've just been like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I want my food. Why isn't my food warm? Lunch today wasn't great. Like you're getting free food. Yeah. Like people before you did not get. They would barely get free coffee. Like, don't complain about, like, the free shit you get. Just don't, yeah, right? seriously. Yeah. Well, that leads me to another topic. Are millennials ruining everything? That's one of my favorite trends to you know, watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I guess, still am at the edge, the cusp of still being a millennial, so... <laughs> So I can't talk too much shit about myself, but I will say that kind of, a little bit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really know what there is exactly to ruin in terms of who is accusing the millennials of ruining everything. Like, for instance, <laughs> another news article I saw was millennials are ruining restaurant chains. And then there was a picture of like Arby's Outback Steakhouse and like Applebee's. <laughs> And they're like, they're ruining all of them except for Olive Garden. <laughs> they love Olive Garden. But I was like, you can't really, like, ruin a chain restaurant because they're already pretty bad. Right. Yeah. So That's true. I feel like it's just kind of, we're like the scapegoat for everything now. True. You want yeah. something ruined? Get a millennial. Get a millennial. <laughs> oh, my God. That is true. Yeah. We look like, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, the bread at Olive Garden is definitely worth it is really worth good. it. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> and the everlasting salad or whatever they call it. Yeah. I love that. It's not bad. <laughs> um, so if we were going to do a top 10 ways to know you're an entitled asshole <laughs> in San Francisco, uh, what do you think would be on the list? Oh, gosh. Okay. Let's see. Probably complaining about the free food that you got in your cafeteria. The biggest pet peeve I have. Uh, two is complaining about your uber or lyft driver it's yeah. like wow you first of all you took uber to work <laughs> like you didn't take public transportation i mean i guess it's fine but you know it's uh yeah complaining with that yeah um, no, that's a good one accepting that it's okay for your uber to just like park in the middle of the highway for a while and so right. everyone has to just go around it yeah <laughs> and like Sort of being pissed if people mind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's one of my favorites. Oh, man, yeah. No, that's a good one. And also on top of that, like, there was a... I took this Uber pool ride, and this girl... It was, like, three of us. 
I was like, I was like finally wanting to get home, and I was like, oh my god, why did I even take Uber Pool? Because I wanted to go home like a little bit earlier, but she um, she forgot her wallet. Oh no. And we were already like halfway to my place, and yeah. oh, she like, forgot her wallet at where you picked her up. Yeah, she forgot her wallet at home, and she was like, I'm so sorry, but like, can we get my wallet? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but I was like so pissed. I was like, oh my god, like. And I don't even want to, like, have, do I turn around and say, like, no, you may not. Like, <laughs> I can't be the judge of that. But I was, like, also, like, uh, so annoyed. And so we, like, drove back and we got her wallet. And it just took so much time. And I was just, like, yeah. if you've got a wallet, just, like, have hit the driver, drop you off on Little Street, and, like, literally take a ride back and go. Like, be responsible for your own shit. Don't make everyone else suffer with you. Not okay. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> you should have been, like... If you were on the bus, do you think they'd turn around for you and get your wallet, girl? <laughs> I wish I did, especially in that accent. Especially in that accent. Yeah, so disgusting Philadelphia. <laughs> I know, exactly. Oh, man. I think um, another thing is uh, people are really obsessed with being healthy here, like working out. There's some entitlement around that, like which gym you go to or... If you even go to a gym, you're like kind of a sellout because all there are so many local studios and like like yoga studios and like little bar classes and stuff like that around you, and you're not supporting local businesses, even if they're way more expensive than the gym that you go to. Oh my God! Wow! Right? I didn't even know that I wasn't in this group. <laughs> so you have to go to an artisanal gym now. It's like a boutique, Jesus. like a boutique little studio. I like finally got to the point of buying a gym pass. Like last year, I was like, I'm one of those people that goes to the gym now. Let's all be friends. And <laughs> now I'm already behind because I don't have an artisanal gym. It's like 24 hour fitness. Oh man. Yeah. yeah that's social suicide, Dre. <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> Quinoa and kale. So <laughs> I just want to say something. This is a very San Francisco specific duo of food quinoa and kale combined because we have an office in dublin and it's really funny because they specifically protested against having quinoa and kale (laughs) served in the dublin office they were like we will not get quinoa and kale no quinoa no kale and everyone in san francisco is like why are they protesting isn't this amazing quinoa and kale it's like if you really like peel down to the essence of quinoa and kale, it tastes like shit. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like, uh, why would I eat kale for fun? Come on. <laughs> Anyways, I just had to talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, let it out. <laughs> okay. Let your kale rage out. <laughs> What's your uh, Lacroix consumption ratio? Oh, ratio. Yeah. So does that mean I'm comparing it to? consumption of other products is it look i actually don't know what it is is it lacroix or is it look i think it's lacroix it's lacroix because i've heard it i've heard someone call it lacroix oh which i was like that i think that's definitely wrong (laughs) so we've eliminated that one yeah that's one but it might be lacroix or lacroix did you know that in new york they don't give a shit about it what why yeah they just it's not really a thing that's crazy. I know. Wait, what? Oh my god, I love LaCroix. Okay. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, it's water. Oh man. 
No, it's not just any water. It is the water, sparkling water, like flavored, delicious. Oh my god, the melon one. Have you had the melon one? Oh, I've had the melon one. Oh my god, it's good. So refreshing. Yeah, even the coconut one. You wouldn't think that'd be good, but it is. I know, and I usually don't like coconut, and that one's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Okay, so your high Lacroix consumption ratio. Oh yeah. Pounding them down every day. Just get like full packs from Amazon. That's pretty much all I order on Amazon. So all the suggestions are all LaCroix, different flavors. Oh my god. Wow. Have you tried all the flavors? I don't think I have because now they've expanded. I want to though. Wow. Shouldn't there be like a LaCroix tasting somewhere? Like LaCroix tasting. Like taste all the flavors. Um, let's make that store right now. We should do that. Yeah. We should totally do that. Yeah. And then we can shame people for going to like buy Dasani at the gas station. Right? <laughs> yeah. You, you buy bottled water. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Would you just come 24 hour fitness? <laughs> we should just like hand them out to people working out. Like, <laughs> yeah. How are you not drinking La Croix with your workout? Come on. Yeah. Come on. You disgust me. You're so basic. <laughs> As a woman here in San Francisco, is it hard to get away with sexual harassment? Is it hard to get away with sexual harassment as the harasser or the harassee? Well, I meant as a joke as the harasser. Oh, got it. I don't even know if you can joke about that right now. (laughs) It's just like so terrible. Everyone's like, I don't even, we can't. You know, weirdly, I think like... Women can get away with it a little bit better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sadly, because no one really, like, has an eye out for that, so they don't even know what to call it. Mm. Like, women like women have, like, a list of, like, things that men do that are kind of considered sexual harassment. Like, mm-hmm. or, like, like, smacking their butt or, like, having, like, a sort of sexual comment about their, you know, like... Uh, the what they're wearing or the way they look or whatever else, right? Yeah. And for 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 women, we don't have that list. It's it's not sure. even on anyone's radar. And I'm sure <laughs> yeah. it happens all the time, but I think it's going unnoticed. Yeah. And I think men kind of feel awkward like talking about it. Like, oh my God, hmm. this lady like sexually harassed me. Yeah. And the other coworkers gonna be like, oh so you got hit on? Right. High five bro <laughs> It's like, no, I actually really have been <laughs> harassed. Yeah. Do you um, think there's, like, ladies going around, like, smacking dudes' asses, though? They feel like... I don't know if I've seen anyone that overt. I definitely have, like, had a coworker that said, like, the IT person was hitting on him. But he was like, oh, well, it's not a big deal. It's, like, making her happy. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would never say that. <laughs> I guess it's fine. No, hell no. Women would scream and shout. Um, but uh, yeah, I—I I mean, I don't know if women are doing that. Um, I hope not. I don't. I hope they're not as aggressive. But uh, hey, men shouldn't feel afraid to complain about those things too. Yeah. Actually, that might even out the, the scheme a little bit, <laughs> you know? Like, I can sexually harass people, too, if yeah. I want. I might do it later. <laughs> or you can sex, you can harass the harasser back. Oh, yeah. So that they feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's just hitting on them. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. If they're hitting on us, then they'd be actually be flattered. Yeah. Because you'd have to make it super overt, like really, really go for it in a <laughs> creepy way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, would you say it's hard being a woman in tech? With 1 being easy and 10 being hard? The mm-hmm. hardest? I would say it depends on the woman, too. Um, I'm a, an Indian American female, so for me, I think there might be some extra stuff kind of like pulled in with that, but I would say like in terms of difficulty of success, I would say like an eight or nine. I mean, a lot of women are stuck in middle management here. Mm-hmm. They never actually go up. Um, a lot of women feel like they have to compete with you. So it's not just men who are like kind of blocking them from, from rising to the top, but it's also other women who are doing it. Um, yeah. so, you know, sometimes unconsciously. And there are so many limited spots at the top that the women who are up there don't really bother helping. I mean, they do. There are women who help out, which is great, but I haven't seen that many cases where, like, they've helped other women out in that situation. Yeah. And so... <clears throat> So that can be kind of bothersome. Um, Do you think it's yeah. like they've gotten so far, so they're like, I really, really fought to get here, so other people should figure out how to fight too. I shouldn't like help them out. Yeah, it's basically, that's how I feel actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten that vibe definitely. We had, um, you know, a couple of women in, in um, a couple of C-level executives that are at our company who are women, and a lot of women were like, why don't these women do more like fireside talks and like talk to us about like how they got here and what they did. Like they don't talk to us. They don't talk to the women at the company or rise like, you know, try to help us out. And so I think that they can do more of that. Um, also, there shouldn't be a limited number of positions at the top in the first place, right? <laughs> Should yeah. it be equal? So I don't know. It's just like the system's all flawed and... I think women are starting to get their voices heard. I mean, with the Susan Fuller article with Uber mm-hmm. and, and many others, and people are being aware. Companies are doing unconscious bias trainings, um, yeah. which is amazing, and I love that. And, and Apple has a strong diversity program, Facebook, um, Airbnb. And um, so, so they're definitely paying attention, but I don't know how they're going to actually retain these women like how are they retaining that culture of being unbiased when giving that performance review or when wanting to um, promote someone so yeah yeah that's, that's, do you think vaginas would be more popular if they had a better name <laughs> um no i think people would love vaginas just the same <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) What's more important, looking good or feeling good? Feeling good. Do you think the future will be cool? Yes. Who does more work in your relationships usually, you or Siri? Siri. Are you afraid of robots? Yes. (laughs) Especially Siri. Especially Siri. Uh, Is Steve Jobs still alive? Hmm, that's a trick question. (laughs) Awesome. In my heart, yes. (laughs) That's a perfect answer. 
Um, okay, Shelby, I want to say thank you so much for coming all the way to Maybe Capital to be on Inside the Sausage. That was a lovely chat. Thank you so much, Dre. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. That was amazing. <laughs> awesome. <Thank you. laughs>